Howdy folks, welcome back to Reading Held Hostage. My name's Blue and I love to read. And my name's Justin and I do not like to read. Oh crap, Justin, do you have an open for this one? I forgot. Um, yeah, yeah, um, so can we talk about how, <laughs> um, Fifty Shades of Grey is uh. directly related, or not directly, indirectly related to 9-11? Yeah, if you'd like. <laughs> Go right ahead. So, who? My Chemical Romance. Well, first, for those of you who don't know, Fifty Shades of Grey, the absolute disgusting, revolting classic. Yeah, where they spank in the middle, but... Yeah. <laughs> we saw we saw a clip today of... Uh, it was somebody edited uh, it so Joe Biden was reading Fifty Shades of Grey. And uh, it was like, I spanked her on, in this pattern. The left right, cheek. Yeah, left right cheek. cheek. Middle. Um. Wait. <laughs> no thanks. I don't don't be... slap my crack, dog. <laughs> no, thank you. But it's it's a Twilight. Fa- it originally started as a fan fiction yeah, of yeah. Twilight because yes. they were like, this book is not uncomfortable enough. Let yeah. me add sex. Yeah. So go ahead to discuss how this is related to nine eleven. Um. So nine eleven happened. Unfortunately. On nine eleven. Wait. When? <laughs> Let's not make jokes about 9-11 in the first couple seconds of our podcast. We're a minute in. Okay. Um, 9-11 happened, and then My Chemical Romance got so emoed out by 9-11 happening that they started My Chemical Romance. Steph loves My Chemical Romance. Steph loves My Chemical Romance. Our good friend, friend, Our good friend, Steph. Steph Myers. Uh, For those of you who don't know, she wrote Twilight. Yes. Little book. What she said that she listened and, like, was inspired by the music of My Chemical Romance. Which you can tell. Yes. To write Twilight. Mm-hmm. And then Fifty Shades of Grey happened. Uh, yep. So 9-11 equals Fifty Shades of Grey. 9-11, yep. So that's just another thing Al-Qaeda has done to us. Oh, my God. 20-minute <laughs> time oh, Okay, should just... we edit that out? No, that's funny. <laughs> um... <laughs> time out, time out. I that's would way prefer, way prefer Twilight over Fifty Shades, and I'm considering if we ever do, like, a Patreon or something like that, I will read Fifty Shades. I've never read it. I've only seen the first movie, and I hate everything about it. Can't do a Patreon. Yeah, but you know what I mean. If yeah. we ever do something, if we ever get the ability to do this for real money, because... Yeah. We've literally made like what fifty cents. Yo, if I if I hit fifty dollars a month, I don't have to. I mean, if we hit five hundred dollars a month, I don't have to work. Five hundred dollars a week, so two thousand dollars a month. Shit, a lot of money. Oh, that's a lot more money than I thought. Tell um, your friends about us. <laughs> Before we hop in, Justin, let's talk about what we're drinking today because we'll be able to hear your ice cube. So I thought we'd just talk about it. because yeah. I'm not editing that out. So yeah, I'm having an old fashioned, like an old man. And <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I want to finish my old man thing. Okay. Um, does it make me an old man that I took Tylenol before drinking this? No. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you took Tylenol. You've been dehydrated all day. And I'm drinking a lime off-brand White Claw yeah, from the Aldi's. From the Aldi's. That and has been sitting out for two and a half days. Yep. And that blue was going to drink in the can before I was like, hey, can you pour that Justin, out? Make she sure. suggested it. I don't like the bubbles. Yes, she doesn't like the bubbles. But so, I was like, can you pour that out so we can make sure there's like no floaties or bugs in there? And I know you're like, wait, you don't like the bubbles while you're drinking seltzer. Because I like the seltzer without the bubbles. <laughs> she likes the water. <laughs> I like the alcohol. Which I've, I've told water. her we got water we have limes we have pavlov but i like i like the five percent like i like the small amount of alcohol in it yeah but you can you can calculate that shit out dog i'm not doing fucking math to drink you gotta do math once and you're done okay anyways that's what you'll hear just since ice cubes you'll probably hear us get a little little woo woo. but okay i'm ready to go and justin can you we- tell me what we also don't always drink for this podcast. No. I know for a good amount of them, we've talked about us being drunk. I have water. Yeah. I'm not drunk. I have water and I have a two-day-old Celsius. Yeah. And Justin has an old-fashioned, and mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah. 
Tell me what happened last time. Always. Tell me what happened last time. I was drunk last time, so I don't... <laughs> Are you fucking... Come on, tell me what happened last time. Here's the thing. I don't listen to our podcast. Babe, just give me one thing that happened last time. Um... What book are we on? Um, the last one. Which is named? New Moon? Oh my god, you're gonna rot in what? hell. It's I Breaking seriously Dawn. don't. Breaking Dawn, they got married. Okay, yeah, and then... Uh, yeah, shirtless Jacob showed up. Yeah, well, he was wearing a shirt. Why is that the one thing you misremember? Because I want it to be true. Okay, anyways. I mean, they I mean, found out she's pregnant. She's pregnant with a demon baby. Demon baby in my belly. And we're going to the next part. So the first part was from Bella's perspective. <laughs> These ice cubes are so fucking loud. Do you need a Are straw? they picking up? I'm sure they are. Yeah, 100%. Oh, damn. You took a metal cup out of all the cups we have. Mm. Anyways, so... Chug your drink so I can have your cup. Oh, okay. Oh, it's so gross. Yeah, do it. (laughs) She loves it. Oh, here. Put it... Oh, put it on my feet. (laughs) Edits for this podcast. (laughs) All right. if If this one goes off the fucking rails... Please come back for the next one. Yeah. <laughs> we promise it'll be better. Um, okay, as I was saying, this has two different books. So the first part was in Bella's perspective. Yep. This is in Jacob's perspective. Yeah. And I wanted, before we talked about Jacob's perspective, remember a couple things. Jacob is 17. 17. Damn. He is yeah, six foot making, seven. It's not making shirtless jokes about him. No. About six foot seven. He is... He is the rightful alpha of the pack, but he doesn't want that. For some reason, he's still in love with Bella, and his chapter titles are very funny. Hey, but dude. Hey, but dude. Hey, she's but, married. Hey, but dude. Also, she's turned you down multiple times. She's made it very clear that, and she even said, hey, I do love you, but we will never be together. Yeah. Hey, for all... All the dudes out there, I'm mostly talking to straight white ones, but all the dudes out there, stop. If if someone goes, no. no that's it. One stop. word answer. Stop. Like, it, it does not need to be that hard. Mm-mm. And you, I do also, the last thing I want to remember is that Twilight is first and foremost a romance. Yeah. The supernatural stuff that's happening is like just something that's happening. Also, a second point on that thing. That I just said, stop. It, it sucks. Hearing it's, no. It sucks. Yeah. It sucks being interested in someone and that not being reciprocated. It sucks, like, crushing after someone and mm-hmm. they don't feel the same way. It sucks, but you know what sucks more? Being gross. Being a fucking gross asshole about it. Yeah. So that's those are some things I want to remember. And the romance part is important because I have a hard time remembering because I think the everything else is so fucking cool. I'm like, why are we still yeah. talking about romance? So I want to talk about chapter titles before we go into the actual reading or me telling you what happened. So Bella's chapter titles are like one words. They're like or like quick, sent, like long day, Come. big day, engaged, long night, things like that. You Cold know? dick. Shush. Jacob's title are. <laughs> Waiting for the damn fight to start. <laughs> sure as hell didn't see that one coming. Why didn't I just walk away? Oh, right, because I'm an idiot. Those are his chapter titles, like, that long. So I think that's kind of funny. That's a that's a sassy Tumblr post. I know. He's really giving <laughs> Tumblr energy this whole time. Um, so his preface, you love a good preface. I hate it. In the middle of a book. Oh, is, in the middle. Well, technically, this is book two. So there's would, three books in this. Would this be an interface? What? Instead of a preface, it's an interface. Sure, I suppose. And his is, life sucks, then you die. And he goes like, yeah, should I be so lucky? So he's dramatic. Oh. Chapter, oh, I will. Hey, unlike, unlike the rest of them, like, uh, unless, unlike all the vampires, you could probably die pretty easy. <laughs> he talks about that. <laughs> Chapter eight. So Jacob's in a mood. He's Sorry. whiny. Suicide's never the answer for. 988. 988. 
Um, Jacob's in a big ass mood. He's mad at Paul for being at his house and eating Doritos. Do you remember who Paul is? Yeah. I also want to take back that I said uh, suicide's never really the answer because that is a gross. Do you just want to cut that out and restart? No, 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 no. Uh, it's just a gross misrepresentation of depression and suicide in general. Maybe we should read 13 Reasons Why. Oh, fuck. That's a good idea and a bad one. That's a good... Im- okay. We should consider that as a bonus episode. Yeah. Hannah Baker would never live through this shit. Shut up. <laughs> 20 minute time out. It's okay. okay. I've been in the ward. I can say it. I'm going to keep going. Okay. Wait. Do you remember who Paul is? Paul is the um, werewolf that is friends with the other lanky one. Or is he the lanky one? No, Paul is, like, Jared, Paul, and Sam were the first three werewolves. Oh, I thought he was one of the two that hung out with... Embry and Quill is yeah, who yeah. you thinking of. So, he's in the house, he's eating food, and Jacob kind of starts a fight because he's in a mood. And he, Jared's like, Rachel said I could have them. I want you to remember, Paul's, like, 17 or 18. They taunt each other, and Jacob ends up breaking Paul's nose. And Jacob wants more out of this fight, but Paul's chill nowadays. He imprinted. Uh, that makes it four. Is that the one who imprinted on a two-year-old? No, no, no. Quill imprinted on the two-year-old. Paul imprinted on Jacob's sister, Rachel. <laughs> which would piss me <laughs> off. <laughs> so, we haven't talked much about Jacob's sisters. He has twin older sisters. I don't sisters. think we've ever... They've mentioned I, them, like, the twice. This is the first time I've ever... And like I'm, I could say anything I have said through, through the whole first half of this podcast, and it would be the first time you were hearing it. Yeah, for sure, for sure, <laughs> for sure. I don't think no, you he brought has it twin up. Twin sisters, but I don't think you brought up his sisters at all. I you did. did. Yeah. Were they at the campfire? No, because I'm about to continue talking okay. about it. So okay. shush. So Jacob is glad and mad that you know Paul imprinted on his sister Rachel because now he doesn't have to hide any of these werewolf things to rachel but what about the other one well like other kids are like colin and Embry are getting grounded because they sneak out because they can't tell their parents about what's going on does that make sense why why can't they tell the parents about it like you feel like you feel like okay people that again imprinted on the werewolves themselves the parents those would be the three groups that would be allowed to know this information yeah like fucking Billy knows. Billy's but, in, Billy's part of the council. Yeah, but nobody else gets to know. Well, what confuses me is all of them are supposedly related to, like the first guy Tahaki, yeah, yeah. and the only three that changed the first time round were Ephraim Black, Yuli, and Quill Atera. Yeah. So they've kind of hinted that everybody's related, but mm-hmm. they've hinted a little bit that everybody's related to those. Those last three, not Tahaaki. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that make sense? Well, isn't Tahaaki their dads? The, like great, great, the great three grandfather. Dads. No, the th- the three main ones' dads. No, great, 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 great oh, grandfather. Okay. So they're hinting that the the three werewolves that changed the last pack were the like lot li- like the only people who held the line. Oh, okay. Which doesn't make any sense because now there's ten members of the pack. They didn't have that many kids. I just don't think Steph knows genetics. Yeah. We're just going to keep going because there's a suicide joke here I want to get past. Okay, cool. Um, Jacob's in a mood, like I said, and he jokes that if a bullet went through his head, he was like, will I kill myself or will I just leave a really big mess for me to clean up when I wake up? Because he's got his wolf healing, which is pretty fucked. Yeah, that's pretty fucked. We're just going to move past that. I, I think really he'd kill him, though. I think it would. Um... He's vibing about how it's been four weeks since the wedding. Sorry, if it went through his head, it'd kill him. Yeah. If it hit and like didn't go anywhere, I well, don't like think a twenty-two would. would probably do it, because twenty-two goes in your head and scrambles your brains. For like mob hits, not va- not not werewolves. We're just let's just keep going. Okay. Um, it's been four weeks since the wedding, and he's wondering when the news of Bella's death is going to come. And he's like, "I'm excited to kill Edward and his coven, even if Sam doesn't allow it." Then he leaves to go down to the beach where Quill is hanging out with his again trigger ick two year old imprint Claire by themselves, or like 
I think Claire's mom is around somewhere. Yeah, don't let that kid near that well, person. Well, I wrote here, which I was like, Emily knows the whole, whole story and knows that, like, Claire will one day most likely choose to be romantically involved with Quill, which, yeah. again, we've discussed previously is icky. We're not going to keep going on that. Mm-hmm. But Claire's mother and parents do not because they can't know that stuff. So I was like, does do they know that Quill, a humongous... 16 or 17 year old man is hanging out with their two-year-old kid which would be fine but again this relationship is going to be predisposed to a romantic relationship later on and quill doesn't it's age guaranteed to be yes and oh, i was like okay. well, also how do you not fucking age for 18 years and, and no not, one's like hey wait like, yeah so i was like or is emily like lying and emily's like oh i'll watch claire and gives claire to quill i was like either way not fucking cool oh the second option's way way less fucking cool though yeah so that's what happens and we're just gonna keep going jacob's talking to quill who's having like the time of his life with claire like in like just like a babysitter like older person and um jacob's getting mad about all this imprinting stuff and he's like he makes a line he says this line that makes my stomach gross. And he says, it did suck that Quill had 14 years of monkitude ahead of him until Claire's was his age. But what? this didn't seem to bother Quill at all. 14 years? Yeah. So this, well, apparently when Claire is 16, that's when they're allowed to do non-monk activities. Which I think we all know means sex. 14 years? And how old is he right now? He must be 16 or 17. He's going to be in his mid-30s. But he's going to be... He's going to look like a 30-year-old. Have the brain... No. Well, not look like a 30-year-old. But... Well, they say that's why they grow so much is because they look like they're 25. Mm. But gross, right? He then asks Quill if he ever thinks of dating a real woman. And this Quill's like, what? I haven't even literally thought about that and jake's like claire probably wouldn't mind and quill's like yeah i I know she wouldn't but i just genuinely can't think of another person that way here because she's two two she wouldn't be like oh no yeah unky quill's dating someone that's for me yeah i wrote in my notes why are we talking about the prospective love life of a two-year-old and her 16 slash 30 year old partner is this what a what conservatives are afraid that gay people are doing <laughs> i guess um they then hear sam's howl and quill's like shit where's claire's mom which leads me to believe that claire's mom is in the picture at some point maybe she just thinks quill's a babysitter i don't want to i don't want anybody to think i'm like men can't babysit children but it's the perspective and guarantee of of physical relationship in the next couple of years that grosses me out in particular yeah. we're just gonna keep but going. also like if a man came up to me like was like let me babysit your two-year-old but emily knows for for free probably and so they go for it yeah that is a little creepy (laughs) so jake runs um into his wolf form but don't forget he puts his shorts on his anky and then he's not alone everybody's there sam wants to know where quill and jared are quill's dropping the baby off at the clear waters and jared is with quill Kim. Uh, Jared is with Kim, and all the wolves groan because that means they're going to have a replay of what they are up to. Sex before marriage. Boning? Sex before marriage. Wait, what? Sex before marriage? Notice how the only people who've had sex before marriage are, in fact, the Quill Utes. Ooh. They're not saved by God, that's why. They gather, and Sam hears what's going on. Um, Seth, Colin, Brady... And Sam are basically all that Edward and Bella got home last week. Apparently, she sounds bad. She sounds sick. And she picked up some rare... The story is she picked up some rare disease in South America. And Charlie isn't even allowed to see her. She's quarantined. Jacob... If that was the case, that would be the proper... Yes. And Jacob's feeling conflicted because she's not alive. Or at least she's not dead. But then the wolves realize that this means that she's going to be changed soon. And... Jacob gets really frustrated and uh, angry because he's like, let's go fucking attack. Like, let's go. And he's like, pack, like the pack's not following him. He's the only one getting Mm. fussed about this. 
And he's like, they're breaking the treaty. And Sam is like, are you sure you want to kill them and her? Like, and Seth's like, yeah, they're kind of our friends. Yeah, the thing is that they would have to kill her too. Yeah, she she would be a vampire. Yeah. So like Sam, according to the treaty, they'd have to kill her too. Yeah, and Sam's like, I'm thinking of what's best for the pack. Also, if you kill everybody but her, she's gonna kill you guys. Yeah. You're going to kill her mate and her new family. Yeah. And Sam's like, there's no way you could kill Bella because even if she had turned, you wouldn't be able to do it. Mm-hmm. And that means one of us would have to do it. And you would hold a grudge for one of us for the rest of our lives. And yeah. that person, that wolf, would have that on the back of their head that they killed Bella. Yeah. Is that something you want? Which also they've had all the feelings that he has had. Yeah, about Bella. J- Bella. Yeah. You're right, because Leah's like, please stop thinking about her. I've had, I had a dream, an appropriate dream. Sam decides they're not doing anything as a group, but Jacob turns human mode, and he decides he's going to go alone. Not a good idea. No. Chapter 9, Billy's at the house waiting for him, clearly worried. They talk about Rachel and Paul, and this is the first time we really get some backstory. Yeah. On, like, that, like, the girls, um, they're women. The girls, then girls, were older when um their mom died and they had trouble living in the same house and like many you know people who were native american who've had you know a rough time rebecca ended up getting married right away and moved to hawaii while rachel worked her way through college and almost never came home that's impressive like really to like I mean, I don't know the statistics around... um, Native Americans going to college? Yeah, but... It's not high. Yeah, I would guess that. But, like, now she's imprinted with Paul. She's never gonna leave. Yeah. Um, Billy's worried that Jacob's gonna disappear. Whoa. Hopefully she got a degree for something she work at home with. Yeah, uh, that'd be really nice. (laughs) Computers are big. (laughs) Yeah. Well, not big, small. (laughs) Yeah, true. Billy's worried Jacob is going to disappear again, you know, like when he went wolf mode and went into Canada. And he's like, I don't want to lose you. I just got my daughter back. And I can just feel Billy's pain right now, you know, like he literally just got one of his daughters back that he hasn't seen. What? When do people graduate from college? She graduated a little early. So she's 21 and now engaged in to be wed to a 16 or 17 year old. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Like super weird. Yeah. Um, But also... Why? What? She's not imprinted on him. Yeah. So why? Apparently, just the adoration that these wolf men these have. These teen boys. These teen boys have for the other person. Always a woman. Steph clarified. It's uh, always a, a mixed gendered partnership. Um, is so much so that the other person does fall in love with them. Do you think that's part of it, though? Do you think it, like, supernaturally, they have, like, they are, they have to fall in love with them, too? Or do you think they imprint on someone that would fall in love with them? Do you think? I think they imprint on somebody that would fall in love with them. Because a little bit later in this part of the book, Leah tells Jake that Sam believes that they imprint so that they can have stronger bloodlines. Mm. You know, eugenics. Yeah. (laughs) Um... So, therefore, Paul's genetic line believes that Rachel would have been the strongest person to mm-hmm. have children with. Which, again, is gross because Quill has imprinted on a two-year-old. Yes. But also, if my theory of they imprint on the person they most lo- they most think will fall in love with them. Mm-hmm. And a mix of that, strongest wolf. Yeah. Maybe that's why he never imprinted on Bella, one- because mm-hmm. like she's not gonna fall in love with him yeah the supernatural power knew mm-hmm. that's not happening dog yeah uh quite literal dog yeah and two that's maybe why they imprint on people so much younger than them so that they can groom them into the perfect partner yeah yeah or like jared who imprinted on kim imprinted on somebody that already really liked him yes but sam imprinted on emily who like and Sam was not in a relationship to get with yeah. like Sam was in a relationship already. But like, also there are some people that would love that kind of devotion. 
Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I personally wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I couldn't do uh, too much. Too much. Don't look at me. Don't touch me. You're talking to me too much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. And I can see how when, like, Claire is older, she's been groomed into that. And I do use the term groomed. There's really not another term for it. Like, let's just keep going. Um, where am I? Okay, so Jake hurries over to the Collins house on his motorbike, and he's just thinking in his head how he is going to kill. Did you just say motorbike? What's it, what's it called? Motorcycle? Yeah. Why is motorbike not right? It just sounds so weird. Oh, maybe I was watching he, TV while I did this. He steamed rolled over on his motorbike. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Carlisle's there and opens the door for Jacob. And he's like, hello, Jacob. Like, now's not really a good time. And Jacob's thinking, he. this is a lot of internalized Jacob thought. And a Love lot of that. like, my favorite kind I know, of it's fucking horrible. And Jacob's like, fuck, like, I really like Carlisle. I really don't want to have to kill him. He took care of me when I was busted. Like, he's such a good dude. But he can hear, like, Bella's like, Jacob? And Bella's there and wants to see him. And Jacob's, like, still mad, but stops in his steps when he sees Edward. Because Edward is in agony. He doesn't even look at Jacob or acknowledge him. He looks... Jacob describes him like a man who looks like he's been lit on fire. That's how much pain Edward looks like he's in. And you know how little Jacob cares about Edward. (laughs) So he's like, whoa, Jesus Christ. Dude, chill. Yeah. And he's like, wow, that's really weird. And then he looks at Bella and she looks awful. She's thin. Her skin is like tight over her knuckles. She's pale. And she looks bad. Yeah. Rose is like bent over her in like a protective way, which he's like, that's really fucking scared. Like, I remember Bella being like, or really fucking strange. Bella is afraid of Rose. Yeah. And then Bella throws up and Edward falls to his knee. And Jacob's like, what the fuck is going on? But then she gets up with help from Rose and he can tell that she's like insanely pregnant. He does the math in his head. He's like, it's been one month. She shouldn't be that pregnant. Yeah. But she was. Jacob's like thinking these really shitty thoughts and he can tell that whatever is in her is killing her. And he's like, I I always knew Edward would kill her. And that's like what he's thinking. With his cub. <laughs> She's turning, turning his cum into bones. Turn cum into bones, baby. And then Edward's like, Jacob, can you please come outside with me? And Jacob's like, awesome. I was here to kill you anyways. But if you're going to come outside with me, I don't have to kill everybody else. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And I just, as I'm saying some of this stuff, remember that Edward can hear everything Jacob is hearing. Yeah. But all Edward wants to do is talk. So Edward's like, I'm not ready for you to kill me yet. And kiss? No. Damn I don't it. want you to kill me yet. I do eventually, but not now. I was like, I am so, in so much, he's in so much pain and suffering that this throws Jacob like super off of his ready to kill Edward game. And Jacob realizes that this thing must be killing her. And he's like, why hasn't like out loud, why hasn't Carlisle done anything to get it out of her? Yeah. Which is like, okay, abortions are chill, but like yeah. you can't force somebody to get an abortion. But also if it medically makes sense, it, it, it it's okay to question the reasoning yeah of course and J- edward's like bella won't let us yeah and jacob's like of course and edward's like son of a bitch like i'm jealous that you realized something like this so quickly when it took me so long i thought edward's like i thought bella would be mad at me for putting her in this position to have this monster inside of her and jacob's like bella should have been with me and edward's like yes and i'm like to the both of you not your choice. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. They're going to run in there and abort, <laughs> abort abort the mission. Edward begs Jacob to do something. He says, please just connect with her. Show her that she will not survive. Offer her a child. Offer to have as many babies as she wants as long as she survives. And Jacob's like, what the fuck? I'm not ready to have a kid. And I'm like, or be used as breeding stock. Yeah. Edward's like, please, I just want to keep her alive. And this is really weird because Jacob goes on like an internal rant about how he's like fantasized so many times about Bella, but he would, but he's never been able to picture her with a healthy child. And like, like, that's not like how teen boys picture people. Yeah. You know, they're not not like, like, "Mm, I can't wait to get that woman pregnant with a healthy child. Yeah. Like that takes a little bit longer. Yeah. 
but now that he has pictured this, that's all he can think about. And I'm also, like, gross because, again, Edward can hear all of this. Mm -hmm. But he's like, Edward, this isn't going to work. And Edward's like, please, I will do anything. (laughs) Cuck me, please. (laughs) Pretty much. Cuck me, please. (laughs) Okay, maybe now I can see how Fifty Shades came from this. Uh. They then make a deal that the second Bella's heart stops beating, Jacob will kill Edward, and they shake on it. Super healthy. Cool. Chapter 10. I want to gauge how you're feeling so far. Horrible. Why? Really? Just the whole... Did, were you listening to what you were saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've read the book. Yeah. Yeah. Chapter 10. They head back in with Jacob having every intention to trying to make her listen, but knowing that she won't. And he's like, the smell of the house is just fucking unbearable for him. He's like, what you're breathing out of his mouth? Like, really? He's like, I can't fucking breathe. Someone give me a, a clothespin. But everyone in the house is, like, suspicious and confused because Edward and Jacob had gone far enough away that the vampires couldn't hear him. Mm-hmm. And Bella's anxious, but Edward's, like, to the Collins, he's like, can we please give Jacob and Bella time to speak alone? And Rose is like, I'm literally not going to leave Bella until she asks me to. Like, I will kill every single person in this room. Yeah. And Jacob can tell Edward is trying to keep his composure to avoid hurting Bella. And that seeing Bella distressed about how she is putting him in pain is going to put her in more pain. Also, wouldn't... What's the mom's name? Red Esme. Esme. Wouldn't she be the most protective one right now? Not Rosalie? I think, so what the deal is right now is that Rosalie is the most protective because Bella explicitly asked for Rose's help. Yeah. She called Rose and she was like, I'm going to have this baby. Edward doesn't want me to. I need your help. Yeah. Esme and Emmett are on Rose's side. Like, Mm -hmm. they're the most protective. Like, Emmett wouldn't go against his partner. And Esme, obviously, also, like you're Mm -hmm. saying, is protective of Bella. Yeah. But Rose is like a watchdog for her yeah like won't leave the leave her alone with edward like mm-hmm. because he's worried she's worried edward is going to harm bella and the baby just stick his hand in <laughs> but yeah so it's edward emmett rose no no no, esme emmett and rose and then carlisle wouldn't fight esme yeah so then alice and jasper are just kind of like in the wind hey I'm they're just here. vibing <laughs> Here if you need me. <laughs> I lost my spot. Um, okay, yeah. So they end up leaving and Jacob comes close to warm her up because she's freezing. And they have like not my fave talk, but Bella's like really glad to see him. She's like, I really feel like this is going to work out. Like in our weird magic world we're living in, this isn't the weirdest thing that would have happened. And it'll Still be pretty fucking weird, though. Yeah. And he's like, it'll be so, she's like, it'll be so awesome for you and the magic, it, like, it fi- when you finally imprint. So she's just, like, in a really good place, it seems. Yeah. And he's mad, and he's like, you're going to die, and just because I might imprint doesn't mean I that I don't love you. Mm. And I'm like, first off, it will. If you imprint, I think it's selfish of Jacob to want Bella to love him like like he loves her when there's a possibility that he will just go up in the wind for her. Yeah. Not even a possibility at yeah. this point. It's four Almost, out of ten of them. Yeah. Have, yeah. It's a like most likely gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And I get like you can love somebody and be in a relationship with them and, you know, break up. People break up and they're still in love. Yeah. But like Leah, Sam and Emily, like Leah is devastated still from the situation and she even knows all about it now yeah so i i think it's selfish of him yeah completely Mm -hmm. it's like why would you tear this person away from the life they want to have just on the off very off chance that you don't imprint on someone else yeah so he's in mad mode now and she's, she promises that she's going to keep her heart beating until the baby is born. She's going to be turned right after. And this upsets him more because she do, he doesn't want her to wait till the last minute. And it's like, fuck off. Not your choice. But also, like, wouldn't it help? <laughs> wouldn't it help this process if you were, like, nearly immortal? Well, the baby is half human, so it requires, like, pumping blood uh, to keep it alive through the am- amniotic sac and stuff like that. Once it's halfway out, dog, bite that bitch. You're horrible. 
She refers to the baby as a boy, and this, you know, puts Jacob still in a sour mood um, because she's so happy about this baby. And during this whole time, I think this is cute and goofy. Jacob's looking at his dirty bare feet, and he's happy they're leaving smudges on their white carpet. <laughs> Which is so teen of him yes, right very. now that she's literally being, you know, consumed by the child she's carrying. Yeah. And his grumpiness and pettiness turns into... Yeah. I'm glad their carpet's dirty. You got dirty carpets. Maybe you should get a, a carpet cleaner, bitch. <laughs> they keep ar- arguing, and she gasps. And he's worried. Well, the baby's hurting her. Um, she He ends up seeing her bare stomach, and it's covered in bruises to the point that Jacob wants to throw up. He's, like, kicking that bitch out from the inside out, Yeah, baby. the baby is really doing a number on her. But this type of thing changes for him seeing that. And he offers not so directly that she should kill her current baby and have another one with him so she can have his baby. What universe did they think that this would work in? I saw something on Twitter that was like, what plot twist makes you immediately put a put book down? This, something like this. Yeah. And incest. Yeah. I put the book down after that. I didn't put this book down because we're doing a podcast yeah. on it and we have to finish. Yeah. But that... And you also read this before multiple times. I've never read this book before. Really? I've never read Twilight. I've heard from most folks um, that I, that have read the Twilight series actually stop at Breaking Dawn because it's so unrelatable to them, as te- or it was as a teenager, mm-hmm. that they read the first three and then stopped. Hmm. Which I think is what I did. Yeah. I, I'm not certain. No, I've never read these before. She says that's gross and realizes that Edward asked him to do that. And, you know, Edward would really do literally anything to avoid this. But she loves this baby more than anything and she's not doing that. Jacob decides to go as he is pissed because he always is. He basically just came to see that she is alive and she is. (laughs) For fucking three seconds more, though. Yeah. And he knows he has to quit her cold turkey and leave, which is the most healthy thing that has happened so far. The most healthy thing he's done this whole book. Bella should have quit him cold turkey. He should quit her. They just should not be in the same. No. He turns into wolf mode and can quickly hear eight voices. And they hear he's alive. They thought he went to kill them all and that he would be dead. Yeah. Pretty accurate because that is what he wanted to do. Yeah. That was the plan. Yeah. (laughs) Sam orders him home and the pack hears and sees all of what just happened mm-hmm. and they're like yo what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> they're all fucking furious what the fucking shit they're upset and they're like what the hell is that thing in her what is wrong with them this is unnatural which I totally understand why they're freaked out yeah Jacob was too also they get that um bias yes. from his thoughts yeah 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 so even if they weren't like this is totally fucking insane. Which it is by itself. It is, yeah. Yeah. They have the bias to go along with it. Yeah. Even if it wasn't a normal... Like, take away all the supernatural from this. If she left a month ago and nobody thought she was pregnant and she came back basically nine months pregnant... Basically giving birth. Yeah. I would be like, huh, that's pretty fucking weird, no? And, you know, there is a possibility of that happening. Sometimes people don't start showing until they are giving birth. Also, why is she on a white rug for this? <laughs> you I don't know. ruin that rug. I know. Um, what do you What do you mean? She's not going to give birth on the rug. I know, but, like, you don't know if that thing's just going to come running out at any point. Oh, you're nasty. You're 20-minute timeout. <laughs> Just that's three timeouts thus far that you've taken. Yeah, three twenty minute timeouts. Yeah. I guess, yeah. It's crazy that you're still fucking talking. Yeah, mute my audio f- from the, the entire. I'm just podcast. gonna delete your audio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they start spiraling, and Jacob's not like really sure. He like really wants to fight, and like he's like, "How does this work through the treaty? <laughs> How do I punch this bitch?" And Jacob's confused because this morning they weren't this. I don't get this. I listened to this book once and then i like reread it as i'm taking the notes Mm -hmm. 
So I don't understand where this shift comes literally at all. And again, I have read it basically twice now. Mm -hmm. Because Jacob's confused. He's like, we weren't going to kill him this morning. And now we are just because we don't know what this is. And Jacob is against this because, which is fucking insane and a complete character shift for no reason. Yeah, you were the one going to kill them. I think it's just because it's real now. Maybe. He feels, but also because Bella is still human. Anyways, as I said, it Bella doesn't. Bella Hadid? Bella Hadid? Hadid this, done that. <laughs> Leah says something that pisses him off and he attacks her. And this causes Sam to use his alpha voice. So we haven't really talked about it as much. But first off, alphas aren't real. But we're just going to move past that. This also proves my theory. Well, not theory. My rule of sex, heterosexual sex where vagina is penetrated by pubis this is gross you're making me uncomfortable can lead to baby no matter fucking what (laughs) yeah that's true okay i hear what you're saying yeah yeah you can do anything you want to pubis in vagina stop no matter what can lead to baby has a possibility of has a a possibility of baby yeah which is why you should be until marriage abstaining until marriage god that's what steph wants you to think um where was i okay sam used his alpha voice and they can't you know once he's like stop and so jacob's like physically cannot move or say anything so sam says they're gonna go tonight and even seth is like yo what the fuck but sam uses his alpha voice on seth too and sam starts to plan sam's like uh, you're taking point, Jacob, with Quill and Embry on your side. He's like, this is who we're going to kill. And eventually he gets to Carlisle, which really makes Jacob mad because Jacob fully believes that even though Carlisle's a vampire, killing him would be murder. Because yeah. Carlisle, Jacob is just so He's sweet the best on Carlisle. He's like, he is clearly the best of the best of humanity and of vampire people because yeah. he, like, he's so smitten with and Carlisle. He's so hot, too. I mean, he is hot. Let's be clear. But Jacob starts to fight back on alpha mode, but Sam's still like, stop, you'll do as I say, and his body, like, collapses under him. Mm-hmm. We move to chapter 11. Why can't he be like, I'm the alpha? Did you read my notes? Is that what happens? Yeah, duh. Hey, what up, I'm the alpha. Hey, what up, I'm the alpha. And Brian Quill are standing near him, and they're becoming more jank- Jenkins because jacob can't get up um and jacob starts to think like the pack you know kind of move away from his non like community like community thoughts does that make sense starts thinking individually no the opposite oh okay he's not thinking individually oh the kitty girl brought her you her the toy her you her toy woof there it is. Our kitty cat, Wave. She's fat and she's like four or five now. And she's had the same favorite, favorite toy since the day we adopted her. It came home with her. Yeah, from the shelter it came. Yeah. Yeah. And she brings it up and she'll just like drop it at her feet and be like, and you're playing with me now? Throw it, probably. And she plays fetch. She, she, she brings fetch. it back most of the time. And then sometimes she doesn't and she's like, I'm actually literally done with you. Oh, she now has left it across the room. <laughs> and what's happening is she's come Looking over to at me. You, why she you sat down, looking at me, and wondering where is the toy? Where's the disconnect? Hey, kitty baby girl, we're recording a podcast. Yeah. She actually said, fuck off. She's got her potty mouth. Yeah. Okay, are you ready? Whoa, wave. <gasps> you can't say that. We're recording a podcast. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay um embry and quill like i said they're anxious and he jacob is not ready to lead these guys he's still thinking and resisting and seth is like literally dragging his paws too and then jacob realizes something he could dispute the alpha's decision he's the alpha now because this job had been born to him he was born to be the alpha but he chose not to lead he didn't want to let sam control him And the moment he realizes that, like, physically he can feel the bonds falling off and he can't hear anybody else. He's hollow and there's no more pack for him. 
Which, imagine how fucking concerning that yeah, would be. Yeah, how terrifying that would be. And Sam jumps back and is, like, actually afraid of him. Yeah. Because, like, they don't know about this. And Sam's like, yo, what the fuck? Stop in his alpha voice. And Jacob's like, he says no. that until he really, truly thought of destroying the Collins. That's when he realized they weren't their enemies. Jacob's like, I'm not contesting your right to be alpha. I'm going to leave. I'm going to warn the Cullens. And he's running away and he's contemplating, like, what the fuck did I just do when he hears something? And it's Seth. Seth's joining his pack. And Jacob's like, please go home. Seth's like, no, I'm going to do it. Are you going to use my alpha voice on me? Or your alpha voice on me? And Jacob's like, no. Are you going to alpha me, daddy? Ew. And Seth is just, like, so nice and sweet and just so... I love him. Yeah. And he's like, it is so nice to be quiet, like, to have this quiet for once. Because there are ten people in your head constantly. Yeah, that'd be a little fucking annoying. Yeah. As they approach the Cullen, Seth is like, maybe we should, like, think that we come in peace so Edward can hear us. Because remember, Seth and Edward are kind of chill and buds. And he's like, hey, in his head, hey, uh, Edward, we're here. We're coming in peace. No problem. We're chill. Like, we're buds. Yeah, we're here. And when they arrive, Edward is on the porch with Emmett and Jasper. We're just here as your wolf buds. Hey. And Seth runs the perimeter. And Emmett calls Carlisle and Esme back. They were out hunting. And they kind of game plan. Seth and Jacob go to run together when Seth knows somebody's coming, but it was just Carlisle. Wait, how did they call them back? Via phone. Literally? Yeah, they call them on the phone. And Edward you, and Esme don't have special powers. Yeah, I was I was thinking like he did they went, so. Hoo, hoo, hoo. <laughs> um, Jake goes back and starts pacing in front of the house and listening and looking in the windows, which is super creepy. Mm-hmm. And instead of the pretty front room he saw earlier, it looks more like a hospital room. Like Carla has it fucking decked out. Did they move the carpet? I think they did okay, move the good, carpet. Good. And he can tell from this that Bella has gotten worse. Yeah. I think we can get through Wait, haven't they been chapters. only been away for like a couple hours? Literally a couple hours. Oh, Jesus, okay. I mean, she's deteriorating very fast. Yeah. This whole Jacob's perspective is probably three days. Wow. In chapter 12, he was about to start sleeping when he hears Seth's warning howl because it's Leah and her thoughts are joining theirs. Yeah, so she's joining the pack now? Yeah. And I want to talk about Leah for just a minute. Yes. I feel really, really, really bad for Leah. And we've talked about why in regards to Sam and Emily and like her being the only woman in this boy, literal boys pack. Mm -hmm. I also wanted to note something that I learned from the Reddit and the wiki. So this is something that's (laughs) Are you making fun of how I say wiki again? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. Um, the wiki. Uh, what else was it? It's in the illustrated guide, which has uh, so much info. But this is going to make you feel like 100% worse for her. Yeah. So when Seth first phased, it triggered Leah. And she phased in front of her dad. So her dad harry clearwater who passed from a heart attack watched both of his kids phase and her dad essentially had the heart attack because he never would have expected leah jesus to have changed she's the first woman to have ever changed so her dad is dead because of her Oof. and this stupid fucking boys club she joins is the none reason of- she's her dad's dead is the reason her dad's dead and none of them have the emotional capacity to do literally anything to give her any emotional support Mm. i mean her brother's fine but he's he's a kid he should not be giving her emotional support and not only that but this boys club is run by her ex who left her for her cousin yeah and she now knows every single intimate part of their life cool and something we learn later which i'm just gonna bring up now because we're talking about she can't have kids when she changed her menstrual cycle stopped cool take that from her too and so again she was iced out because all of these young boys couldn't give her any emotional support yeah and again her ex is basically the leader yeah i feel so bad for leah yeah 
I just cannot. Like, it makes me disgusted how they treat her. Yeah. So, that brings me to Jake being insanely mean to her and saying super shitty things when she's clearly just there to, like, take care of her brother and get away from Sam. Yeah. Seth is her little brother. Yeah. And I was like, don't get me wrong, she's, like, good at poking and prodding, like, to, like, you know, bringing up Embry's <laughs> parentship is mm. funny. Well, not funny, but uh, horrible. Kind of dope. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? She's good at poking and prodding. Yeah. Faith's good at that, too. <laughs> but I'm not going to be a fucking asshole to her. And they're, like, really crazy mean to Leah about this cool. stuff. I gotta take a drink. We're not editing this podcast, Blue. Stop. Um, Jacob says that Seth's been okay, but if him and Leah are a package deal, then he doesn't want either. And this means Seth gets mad at Leah, and he's like, Leah, you ruin everything. <laughs> and then Jacob is mad, but feels Leah's feelings, and he's like, crap, I don't want to feel bad for her. He ruined and I'm everything like, and killed my killed our dad. Yeah, and I'm like, fuck you, Jacob. Like, yeah. pinning Seth against Leah is so mean. Yeah. Don't pin siblings against each other. And being like this, I'm, she's literally just like, I'm glad to be away from Sam because I'm just the pathetic ex-girlfriend there. Mm-hmm. I just feel so bad for Leah. Yeah. And I feel like, fucking, what's her face? Um... Steph doesn't give her, like, any care in the world. She's like, fuck Leah. Yeah. Everybody says fuck Leah, and I just want to give her a fucking hug. Yeah. Um. Wait, they- did um, our good friend Steph accidentally write a character we care about? I really do care about Leah and Seth. Yeah. I feel the worst for the two of them. They didn't ask for any of this shit. No. Um... And especially I mean, most of the wolves didn't. Yeah. Yeah, which sucks. Uh, Jacob heads back to the Cullens and meet Carlisle in his human form. And Carlisle's like crazy sweet and thanks them. He's like, I'm really sorry you guys had to do what you had to do. And gives him a kiss. <laughs> Jacob is wondering why Carlisle would let Bella die when she's already like clearly a beloved daughter to him. But Carlisle, in kinder words, is like, I can't just give her an abortion against her will. You know, like... Uh, what's your fucking problem? <laughs> duh. But he does tell... So half of the family is describing the baby as a fetus, and the other half is describing it as a baby. Mm-hmm. So Carlos, as a doctor, says the fetus is not compatible with her body. It's crazy strong, so it's destroying her. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but it is taking so much more of her nutrients um, that she can't get any food in her. And, you know, Jacob's thinking, but decides not to be rude as shit because he really likes Carlisle. He's like, maybe that stupid bloodsucker just wants what they all want. And Carlisle's like, I just want to know more about the fetus in a scientific way. He's a, he's a scientist. Mm-hmm. Dude, he wants the chromosomal count. Yeah, dudes need to be, like, squeezing IVs into her. Yeah. Um, he says that humans have 23 pairs of chromosomes. Um, vampires for some reason have 25 and I don't, um, I don't want to, I can't. Um, and Jacob has 24. I don't, I literally can't. Blue. I literally can't. Blue. I don't know if it's the bourbon or this giving me a fucking headache. For those of you who aren't, you know, science people that you having can't just fucking gain one. Having extra chromosomal pairs can be dangerous. Um, having an, a single extra chromosome can be dangerous. I mean, um, fucking having mismatched pairs cannot be great. Yeah, so the fact that Steph was like, I don't fucking know, maybe vampires have 25. I'm like, girl, from w- what? Yeah. Also, how are you going to change every fucking cell's DNA? Because that's what that means. I know. I know what that means, Justin. You change every fucking cell's DNA. I know. You change the somatic line and the germ line. Obviously, you change the germ line because fucking Edward got Bella pregnant with his germ line. Does this baby have Downs? No, I think Downs is less. No, Downs is more. Okay. Baby got Downs? I don't know. Half Downs? I don't know. That's what Carlisle is saying is that he can't even get a needle into the amniotic sac. And too fucking tough. I'll say right here that Carlisle ran Jacob's DNA without his express permission. Jacob's? Yeah, because he's like, Jacob, you have 24 pairs. And Jacob's like, okay, like, I know you didn't mean any harm. And Carlisle was like, sorry, I should have asked. So they got the vampire, I mean, the werewolf chromosome. 
Yeah, they got a werewolf chromosome. Chromosomal pair. Yeah. They then hear Edward coming down, and Edward was listening to their gab, and he's like, OMG, I think Jacob is right. The fetus might want blood. And Jacob's like, that's not what I thought. I thought this stupid fucking bloodsucker might want what all you stupid bloodsucker want. Also, they didn't fucking think of this. Okay, so very gross blood talk coming up for the next, let's say, three and a half minutes. Okay. Skip ahead if you'd like. Yeah. Um... Edward agrees the fetus probably wants blood and they have some O negative set aside for Bella, which is interesting to me because don't they know her regular yeah, blood type? Yeah, they should know. Like, you probably shouldn't be taking O negative. Anyways. Yeah, because you can only take O negative like once or twice. Yeah. Um, they decide they're going to give it to her. Rose is like, that's a great idea. Let's have her drink some. And this makes Jacob almost want to throw up. Yeah. And yeah. Bella's like, she'll do anything. She's like, Doc, like to Carlisle, Doc, is it like, can we wait like for us to do it through an IV or anything? And he's like, the, f- he's like, I hate it. And he's like, I'm so sorry, Bella. But the fastest way for us to see if this work works is for you to drink it. No. All the vampires there are so grossed out and uncomfortable. Bella's the only one who's like, fuck yeah, let's do it. Also, no. The fastest I way know. to get something into someone's system is not through their fucking stomach. That might be the slowest way. I know, but it's also to the baby, and the baby will take nutrients from your stomach probably a lot quicker than it will take nutrients from your blood. No. It goes from your blood to the baby. Okay, I believe. I mean, I know it takes yeah. blood from the baby. Like, I know that. Yeah. But they're trying to feed the baby this. Yeah. They're not trying to give Bella more blood. Yeah. Dude ripped off its amniotic sac. I mean, it's a... Uh, umbilical cord. Umbilical cord just drinking out of it like a straw. Um, So, Rose brings her a metal cup with a straw. Cool. And she drinks vampire. She drinks human blood out of the straw. But, dude, that would make you throw up. She says it tastes good. That's... Okay, so... And remember... Bella Being pregnant was... can fuck up your <laughs> I don't food think it can and... fuck you up that much. Yeah, yeah. But, like, it can fuck up your sense of taste and, like, yeah. what you find tasty and not tasty, but... But I will also note that Bella was d- previously disgusted by blood. Remember, she couldn't even stand the smell of it. Yeah. And she makes a joke, which I think is so funny, and she goes, my first vampire act. <laughs> Got I, thought, I think that's really cute that she still has a little sense of humor. Yeah. I mean, we'll stay. You gotta need to. We're at 57. Do you want to do another chapter? Yeah, let's do one more. One more. Chapter 13. Jacob watches Edward and Bella while the others prepare the blood. And he votes that, or he notes that in the future, he's never gonna blame Leah for the way she, like, reacted. And, like, had done, like, gross stuff after they broke up. I don't know how he puts these two together. I think seeing edward and bella be in love made him realize that he was being an asshole too i don't get it yeah but jacob and bella talk how about how weird it is that lee is joining them since jacob doesn't like her and jacob says it's kind of the same about how you're vibing with rose now they bring her a second cup of blood and she drinks it and jacob notes that rose is going realizes that Rose will have this baby no matter what happens to Bella or whatever Bella has to go through. Yeah. This baby's coming out if... (laughs) Yeah. Rose is willing to sacrifice Bella. And Bella is also willing to sacrifice. I don't think Jacob recognizes that for this baby. Yeah. Which a parental unit can make that choice. A person who is pregnant is allowed to make that choice. Mm -hmm. I think it's not so great that edward doesn't get a vote in the matter he is losing his partner and possibly having a demon baby mm-hmm. a demon baby that they from all knowledge they have will be uncontrollable mm-hmm. yeah they're like oh my god what if it's a fucking immortal child yeah so bella jokes and worries if this is gonna mess out mess up her record and, you know, Edward's like, no, your record's still clean. I'm like, I love you, Bella, but, like, girl, calm down. Stop talking about the blood. Nobody, even the vampires, want to acknowledge you're drinking human yeah. blood right now. Yeah, can you actually shut the fuck up about it? Literally. I'm going to throw up. 
Um, as they're chilling, Jacob starts, like, thinking of stuff, and he's making Edward giggle, and so they're just kind of, like, having this weird, like, back and forth that is happening. It's kind of cute. But she's finished off her cup, and it's clear that it's already making her body recover. Yeah. And they can hear and see changes in her, which is awesome. Like, you know, I mean, I feel like when I drink some water after I'm dehydrated, like you drinking that Gatorade today, Justin was so dehydrated. He was like, I can't move. I can't do anything. And I gave him some Gatorade and he was like, I'm up and ready. (laughs) Let's make some food. It was good. Um, Bella begins to worry and fret about Jacob sleeping and like his health. But he's like, I'm just going to go sleep on the ground outside. Dude, I would sleep everywhere as a wolf mm-hmm. because, like, have you seen a dog sleep? Oh, bro, they look so comfy. They look so fucking comfy. Not only that, but he also can't, like, stand the house smell. Yeah. She starts to really recover, and she finishes another cup and requests eggs. Um, give Edward, me eggs. Give eggs. Edward asks Jacob to go to sleep as he's clearly falling asleep standing up. But before he can sleep, two howls wake him up, and there's no misunderstanding. There are other wolves coming. The other pack is coming. Mm -hmm. He phases and hears that there are three of them, and one of them is phasing into his human form. So Seth says there are three wolves and one man. And it's Jared there as a human form with Quill, Paul, and Colin as wolves. And... Jacob is, like, kind of freaked out. He's like, why is Colin here? Colin is so young. And, like, that's all he can really focus on. And they start talking. Jake phases because Jared wants to talk face-to-face. And they all want Jake back. Sam is willing to take this slow. They're going to wait and reassess the situation. Jake sends Leah to do a lap to check on the boundaries. And they start gabbing. And they're like, we want you all back. And Jacob's like, no, I refuse to come. And I will never be telling Seth and Leah what to do. And Seth is there and Jared starts manipulating because he's like, your mom is really missing you. Like, she's really worried. Has he been on our way for like three minutes? Like a day and a half, maybe. But if both of your children disappear, if one of your child disappears and you can't, she can't like really cross this boundary line. Yeah. She's, she knows about all the wolf stuff. Yeah. And then when Leah returns, this pisses me off. Jared begs and looks her in the eyes and individually says Sam really misses her and uses the nickname that Sam used to call her when they were dating, which pisses her off. Yeah, that would piss literally anybody She off. gets furious. She's in wolf form, but I can imagine she's like, what the fuck did you just say to me? She double wolfed. <laughs> yeah, I was like, and then Jacob's like, fucking chill, chill. He says, once Bella's dead, I'm going to go live in the woods and Leah and Seth can come back. And Jake's like, hey, uh, why is Embry not here? And Jared's like, that's not your business. And they head out. And Seth points out to Jacob that Quill and Embry would have joined him ASAP. But Quill has Claire. He's imprinted, so he can't leave the tribe. But Embry isn't that way. And that's why Sam sent Colin and not Embry. Because Embry might have joined in their why can't, group. Why can't Jacob out-alpha? What? Why can't he out-alpha the other one? He doesn't want to out-alpha the other one. Oh, oh! Um, Seth's, like, hears that, you know, Bella was drinking blood, and he's like, I have literally no problem with Bella doing that, as long as it's keeping her and the baby healthy. Which is so mature of him. Yeah. <laughs> I love Seth. He's like, I don't give a fuck. He's like, yeah. And Leah and Jake are like, what the fuck? And Leah's like, yeah, like, Seth must have been dropped a lot as a baby. I mean, like, it's donated blood anyway. Who gives a shit? That's basically, he's like, it's just donated blood. She's healthy. The fetus is healthy. Yeah. That's great. I mean, like, they're practicing medicine. What? what, what yeah. <laughs> Carlisle's an actual doctor. It's not yeah. like he's using fucking herbs and stuff. Yeah. And that's the end of that chapter. How do you feel? I feel like I got a big old piss in me right now. Stop. We're not editing this one. How do you feel about the chapters? Um, honestly, the best that a lot of these characters have been has been in this last little bit. I know. Well, I was getting really frustrated with Jacob, so I didn't like his perspective very much. No, it wasn't great. It, but I think we learned a lot Definitely coming more. into a situation and being like, why isn't that aborted? Yeah. Like, not your place. Yeah. Like, fuck off but i i do get it i mean i would probably think the same thing i hope i wouldn't say it out loud no that would be inappropriate 
but hey thoughts are in action so yeah do you have any comments questions concerns before we head to the next one for next week no Okay. Well, then I just want to say thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, if you get a chance, follow us on Twitter at Reading Hostage and Instagram at Reading Held Hostage. And follow us on YouTube at Reading Held Hostage. And hit that freaking bell. And hit that freaking subscribe button. And punch that fucking like button in the dick. Punch it right in the coochie. Um, shoot us over an email. Let us know if you want if you want me to read Fifty Shades and do it as a bonus episode. Oh. You have to start following us and leaving us reviews and telling people to read us because I need money. I literally need to be paid to do that. Everything else I'm happy to do. How but about a thousand just... follower celebration? We do those as bonus episodes. Follower where? Just on all of our platforms. I don't think we can see who's following us on our platforms. We can see the number. Oh, okay. So then that... Um, uh, but shoot us over an email at Reading Held Hostage if you want to add anything to our read list. Yeah, I think next is Hunger Games. And then after Hunger Games is Divergent. Divergent. And I'll be doing a bonus episode of Ender's Game here soon. Yep. But your assistant, I'm not going to be there. Yeah. Um, also turn on post notifications for Spotify and Apple and leave us a zero or five star review mm-hmm. so people can find us. If you don't know. Now you know. Mr. President. But Spotify now has reviews. You don't even have to write anything. You literally just click. Yeah. And please do that. It helps us a lot. <laughs> My dad said he'd kick you. <laughs> My dad said he would take your Fortnite skins if you do not like our podcast. I'm <laughs> um, sorry that this one's a little goofy and silly. Yeah. But that's who we are. And we appreciate you listening. And, and I didn't want to edit this episode. <laughs> yeah, I didn't either. My name's Blue, and I really love to read. And my name's Justin, and I'm tired. I'm sweepy. We'll see you folks next week. Bye.